Hello, church. Um, the readings for today are 1 Thessalonians 2, 17 through the end, Matthew 14, 1 through 13, and Psalm 26. Um, and it's, the readings are a little switched around because it's the celebration of the nativity of John the Baptist in the church calendar. And so in honor of that, let's chat about John. Um, John is this man that really lives for God. His aim is to point to God, and he seemed to have no interest in promoting himself, in looking good to the crowd, um, in kind of going along with the religious elite of the time. He was constantly speaking truth to power um, and boldly doing it, rebuking um problems that he saw and he was very patient in suffering for that truth's sake um we read in psalms 26 <clears throat> today in verse 3 your steadfast love is before my eyes and i walk in faithfulness to you and i think john um, is just a really good example of this his steadfast love the steadfast love of the Lord was before his eyes, and that was what he was walking towards. That was his goal, not any sort of glory um, or building up of himself. Um, and I think that's very juxtaposed in this Matthew 14, 1 through 13 passage. Um, you see Herod, who John has called out and said that he was doing something wrong. And so Herod puts him in jail. And then um, it says that Herod wanted to put John to death, but he was basically worried about what the crowd would think about him because John was a prophet at the time and well esteemed by them as a prophet. And so, well, he didn't want the crowd to have a lowered esteem of him. He wanted to keep his image up. So he put him in jail. Um, then, the daughter of Herodotus, I think that's right, um, danced before him and she asks for the head of John. And John ends up giving that to her, maybe even if he didn't plan on that because, well, he doesn't want to not carry out the promise that he made because that would look bad. And then it says he's grieved to do that. And I highly doubt that he's grieved because he's losing John, the person. I think he's grieved because his image um, is going to suffer. Like the people aren't going to like that about him. So he's very driven by what people think. Um, and then you have John who he is an imitator of Christ. He is trying his best to um, live in a way where his glory is not what's before his eyes right now. And so he's very known for saying, um, Jesus must increase and I must decrease. And you even see that in the way he died. It wasn't a glorious way to die, just kind of, you know, kept in prison and beheaded just at the whim of Herod because this girl asked for it. Um, same with Jesus's death. It wasn't a glorious death on the cross. That was a very degrading um, way to die. And so in 1 Thessalonians 2.17, um, or I think it was just 1 Thessalonians 2 um, that we read yesterday, there was this 
um, part where it says, we speak not to please mortals, but to please God who tests our hearts. And I think that is what I want for us today to think about. When we are speaking, when we are doing, are we please, are we trying to please people or are we working to please God who tests our hearts? Are we looking past what, um, others are thinking about us? What, um, our image looks like? Are we moving past those concerns and going to God, pointing to God? Um, and so Lord, I just pray that we are people that are bold, um, that are devoted to you and devoted to one another, um, that your love and your steadfast love is what's before our eyes as we walk through our days, um, that we would put you as our goal and we would run with endurance the race set before us, looking towards you, the author and finisher of our faith. Um, and just thank you for this day that we get to live today with you in Jesus name.